Up next, the AM Kevin Show with your host, Kevin Shorey. But first, we would like to tell you a little bit about Kevin Shorey Ministries. 38 years ago, Kevin Shorey felt the calling to use his talents as a singer, songwriter, and evangelist to help fulfill the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Today, Kevin Shorey Ministries is continuing this mission through television, radio, social media, streaming, music, and evangelistic services. During the show, Kevin will tell you how you can help him spread the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. Won't you consider helping us in this great cause? Thank you. Now, sit back and enjoy this edition of A.M. Kevin. The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries, whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. What time is it? Why, it's time for A.M. Kevin! That's right. From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time once again for another edition of A.M. Kevin. Starring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. And now, from the A.M. Kevin Studios, located in Stonebridge Books and Gifts in beautiful Ashland City, Tennessee, reaching coast to coast and around the world, with the message that Jesus is the answer for this world today, yes. is your host, Kevin Shorey. Isn't it a great day to serve the Lord? Yes, I'm trying to get my microphone right here. Yes, without feeding back. Come on now. All right, there he is. Ha! Huh. It's great. It's a great day. As you can see, today we're celebrating elephants because it is World Elephant Day. World Elephant Day. <laughs> Thank you, elephants, for coming to the show today. And thank you for being on the show today. Steve and Lyle and Roger is peeling three dozen eggs. You can make some, uh, some angel eggs for me when I get there, Roger. I love angel eggs. Isn't Jesus something? Isn't the love of Jesus something wonderful? Wonderful, oh, wonderful. Oh, isn't the love of Jesus something wonderful? Wonderful it is to me. I think that's how it goes. I remember something's funky with my microphone today, and I want to get it right before I sing my song. I'm going to sing, sing, sing for you today from, let's see, what CD am I singing from today? Do I have it in the house today? Let's sing from, yes, from, uh, this is called uh, The Time Has Come. These are all my songs about heaven and the Lord's return, and uh, he is coming soon, and just like he said he would, the word of God is true. Do you believe that? I believe it with all my heart. The word of God is true, and Jesus is coming soon, just like he said he would. 
guy just like he said he would. You can take his word to the bank. He is all his truths, all his word is yes and amen. It's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. It it so help himself, right? <laughs> the word of God is true. I'm here to proclaim it's truer now than ever before. I got a truth I want to share. It's time for our soapbox segment, Larry. It's time now for Kevin's Soapbox. News, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. That's me. Now, here's Kevin. Oh, look, we got birthdays in the soapbox today. Birthdays. Pete Sampras, the tennis pro, is 50 years old today. Pete Sampras, 50 years old. Also have birthdays today is Buck Owens. I've got a good time by the tail. Buck Owens and so many, so many thousands of, well, at least hundreds of great hits. Buck Owens, a dear friend of our friend, Lulu Roman. By the way, our 800th show, this is 790 AM Kevin Clubs. And uh, 10 more shows. We're going to have a special undisclosed location with Lulu, with Kim, with a very special, famous gospel singer who's going to be with us as well. On my soapbox today, it's also Cecil B. DeMille. Cecil, but they, they always say Cecil. <coughs> Cecil B. DeMille's birthday made millions and millions of dollars on biblical, clean family films. Films as Ten Commandments, Ben-Hur, still regarded as classics. The Robe, still classics today. Mel Gibson understood this. The Kendrick brothers have understood this. And others who have proved that good, clean films do make money. As a matter of fact, Cecil B. DeMille, while Hollywood was going bankrupt, brought Hollywood back up on the map by the movies that he made. He shook Hollywood at that time. Will someone be brave enough to shake our world today? We need bold faith. We need to rise up. Come on, I've been speaking about it all week. That it is time for us to go forward in the things of the Lord. To pray, seek His face, pray and fast if He calls us to fast. Who will be brave? Who will stand up? Cecil B. DeMille was probably laughed at and scoffed for making movies about the Bible. But it saved Hollywood. They probably wouldn't be around, which might not have been a bad thing. But would not have been around if it wasn't for Cecil B. DeMille, whose birthday is today on August the 12th, if you're watching at another time, another date broadcast. But I believe it's time for all of us to do our part in all areas of society to rise up. Let God be lifted up. Let his enemies, let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. That is my soapbox and... I'm sticking to it. Come on, Larry. Take us out from the soapbox. Larry. Oh, Larry. Come on, Pastor. This concludes this edition of Kevin's Soapbox. Thought-provoking news, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Kevin's Soapbox is a regular feature of the AM Kevin Show. We hope that you've enjoyed it.
That's just like some pastors are moving the furniture around and, and trying to fit in there. But it's World Elephant Day, in case you didn't know. See, there, that's an elephant. See, and I've got all my elephants here. This one was given to me by a missionary uh, to Ghana and Africa there. And uh, these were given to me by Joanne here at Stonebridge Books and Gifts. Here's a little elephant on wheels. Isn't that cute? Matter of fact, she gave me permission to give it to somebody who wants to donate $20 right now. Come on. And we're taking 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 25. I'm just kidding. Wouldn't that be cool if you did for offering an auction? That would be interesting. It would be interesting. And uh, <laughs> yes, tomorrow night, I don't know that we're going to be live, but we're going to tape a benefit for the Safe Harbor, uh, I'm sorry, Safe Haven, Haven. Uh, Safe Haven, it's a, a ministry to women, to a, a protected shelter for women who've been abused and, all, and, a, and a place of refuge for them. Anywho, and I hate when people say anywho, but I did it anyway. Uh, maybe because the elephants are effective. But, but here, look, I'll, I'll send you this. Little, and that, you, you know, your, your granddaughter, your, your grandson, they, they, they could need some real toys to play with, not video games and vi movies. And, and, and then there's look at this. This actually goes to benefit. Who's it benefiting again? Let's see. It's for like a save the elephants kind of deal. And uh, this is a hug your elephant day. It's not, but this was hugging, it's an hugging elephant kit. Isn't that cool? I'll send that to you too. I got lots of good stuff here. Of course, there's an elephant piggy bank. Anyway, so uh, I'll take elephant on skates. No, he's on wheels, not on skates. But hey, Miss Sandy, you like animals. Why not get an elephant today? And before I get let Pastor run, because I'm going to let him run, you can help us with that. That's $20. I'll send you some sort of. Some sort of elephant or whatever. Not that elephant. That's my, my prized possession. You can't see all of it, but you will hear shortly. Because when pastor starts to greet you, I'm running down to do a camera just so I can get a good close-up shot of you. I'm going to make sure the, well, I, that's probably offensive. I'm not going to put the elephant right next to you, you know. Yes. I don't have your microphone on yet on purpose. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I forgot. No, it does not hear. There. Can you hear? Hello. Nope. Well, because I got the wrong channel. All right. How about that? Uh, there we go. There you we go. are there. You are there. You know, it's also meteor shower night. They say that this is the uh, night that a shower really? should get. Have you ever seen one? You ever seen a I don't, I don't think so. shooting star or anything like that? Uh, I think I've seen a shooting star once or twice. Yeah. Really? I think so. Have you? Uh, yes, okay. I have. Mostly, let's see, I have seen the United States, but a lot of them shooting stars stuff. It's been overseas. Really? In places, I guess, that don't have a lot of light, so you can see the yeah. sky a lot better. I, I don't know. I, I definitely saw one in Russia once, for sure. But uh, they're making it World Elephant Day, Meteor Shower Night, and National Vinyl Record Day. Pastor, this was me in what? 1986. Oh there you go, my, my first record album. I think you album. should sign that, and that, that you, should, you should raffle off. I think that would Well, be this good. one, it's, it's empty, but I do have some. I probably have a what couple that record? have, uh, well, they gave me some of the artwork. The covers? Yes, some covers for the, so vinyl, but vinyl albums are coming back. They are. And yeah. today, August 12th you is. You can find them in Walmart. That's how you know they're coming back. True that. And Stonebridge Books. So, so if you, and Stonebridge Books and Gifts, we have many. <laughs> Don't have any Kevin Shorey albums, but I, I've seen lots of Henry Slaughter. He, he was on our show. Uh, I got these, you know, 20 that bucks. Is, I'll send you one of those cool. too, because it's going to be worth way there? more. How old were you? There? 1986. I was in my 20s. 
Yeah. Yeah, you look, yeah, like. Very early young. 20s, yeah, yeah. I know. I'd already started coloring my hair. Really? Oh, yeah, it was it was going gray. I've, I tried I've, to color I lived a hard mind. life. No. Yeah. I need, yeah. I need more hair. Forget coloring it. Coloring, yeah. yeah. They have things for that, but you know, why? I think you look very wise and proper, really? just the way you are. Yes. I was, I was losing it, and I just shaved it, and I said. Just and even if they put done. some in, you know, you have two kids, little ones, <laughs> with a third on the way, <laughs> you're gonna. It'll all fall out anyway. Jesus, take the wheel. I know. Jesus, I don't know what is happening with myself. I've got to refix and stuff here, and I got to fix the camera. But let's see what other thing that I want to talk about right. Right. today is just in history because I love history. Uh, Henry Ford built the Model T Ford today. Wow! You know, did he do it by just sitting around and wishing? No, no. he went forward in faith. I hope you're talking about faith today. I don't know, Gold but faith. all week we've been. Are you? Yeah. Okay. See, see how the Lord works. And uh, Clarence Birdseye, you know that name, but he is the one that said you could actually freeze food. He would freeze dry food. He was the first one. Birdseye vegetables, fruits, whatever, and he patented the method for it uh, on this day. So wow. we have, yeah, we have cars, we have freeze-dried food. Frozen dinners. Frozen dinners. Yeah. And we have sewing machines. I don't know if anybody still uses them, but in 1850, Isaac Singer invented the sewing machine. Wow. Anybody still use their sewing machine? Anybody want one? I've got my grandmother's. My mom has. Still the, sitting in our garage. hutch that would like, I think it was kind of like a kind of hutch thing. I don't know what you call it, but it would like come down and it would have. Exactly. Oh, That's man. what my mom had. It my, was right in our in our uh, hallway. Yeah. And, yeah. If it was and they down, ran it with a pedal. Or yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Zzz, zzz, I can can see my grandmother and my mother, did, and that same sewing machine from the whenever it was 1960s, is sitting in our garage, which is sad to me. But nobody sews anymore like that, and I, I don't know. It'd be a cool thing to display as like an antique maybe. Or something. Yeah, I display so much already up That's here true. that uh, they're going to kick me out soon. <laughs> I don't know. But good morning, uh, Pastor Beatty. Pastor Beatty said he'll send a dollar for an elephant. Thanks a lot, Pastor Beatty. Uh, Phyllis Mitchell. Let's see, Mitchell's in North Carolina. F uh, Phyllis is in Arizona or Oregon right now. Uh, let's see, who else do we have? Of course, Miss Sandy in Texas. It is hot everywhere. Man, my friend Phyllis is, lives in Arizona and went to Oregon just to cool off, but I don't think she found refuge there no, either. It's hot. It's everywhere. It's hot everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I'm done with the offering basically. Well, the elephant was it, but I, I sang from this CD today just a minute ago, the My Heaven CD. So that's $10 today, uh, only because today is the day that I sang from it. So I cut them in half. Normally, the CDs are $20. Um, Become a partner today. If you want to do monthly, please pray about being monthly. $11 a month. I'll send you a mug. <laughs> or a lot of folks are getting back to the masks. Don't get me started on masks because if I say it, they're going to get it frozen. They're going to take me off. But Okay, but Pastor, no, I'm not even going to ask you. I don't want to get you in trouble. But you breathe through these. So there's obviously airflow. How then do not the particles of other people's airflow get into your mouth? Anyway... Yeah. I think it's like seat belts. It's a precaution, but it doesn't necessarily save. I, th I think it can, it can prevent. Well, you don't have things. to. Yes. Yeah, I think it can prevent. Uh, of course. Yeah. I'm not saying don't wear masks. No, so I've, no, I've no. Ne would never say that. I'm just saying if you think you're totally protected from COVID with it, I don't think so. Yeah, I just actually got a phone call right before the show, and someone asked me about it, and they're, they're 
yeah, I don't want to get into all that, but yeah, no. their, their, their spouse was and I'm has a, to get it in order to keep working, and they're having to make some tough decisions. And I, we I have think, a lot of Cheatham County rates have gone up this yeah, week. I, I think everyone has to make these decisions on their own. On their own, uh, for sure. I know the the where the caution is, and uh, and I understand that. Um, and then I also understand that you know we have to make. I think each of us has to walk it out. Uh, that's what yes, I think, but so. please, please do not. Ca- I got one today, and it was all I could take. Pastor, I'm going to have to ask for forgiveness because I I think I might have been a little harsh. I don't know. But she was sharing that Tennessee's governor, our governor. Yeah, great governor, by the way. A great governor just signed into law where the National Guard can go to our house now and put us in COVID internment camps. And no. I don't don't think he did that. No. I may have missed that on the news. No, he didn't. He's a pretty awesome guy. And that's all I could take because she's always on there saying, you know, and, and I get the message on messenger yeah. and i'm like please ma'am mm-hmm. y- you're really making christians look stupid because yeah. all the conspiracies and lies they're not all true know the facts and then she called me a brainwashed sheep that i'm just following the rest of the world and that i probably took the shot <laughs> that made me horrible i guess because yeah. i took the shot i i yeah it's, it's a tough place to be in it and this is what I, I just tell people listen walk it out do your homework uh right pray about it yeah, well, here, pray. here's the other thing too is uh um, tell them while i go fix is, your camera is our faith in in god uh, and that goes both ways whether you take it or you don't i have people that say oh if i take it you know what if, what if horrible things happen well you know you also have to trust god in that as well so uh for us we travel we travel outside of the country and um and when we travel, you know, it looks like that's something we're going to have to do. So uh, that's something we're, we're kind of wrestling with now. But ultimately, it always comes back to faith and trust and, and trusting in the Lord uh, that, you know, whether you get it or you don't, either way, if there's something negative that happens, that he'll be watching out, watching over you, and he's going to take care of you, right? So He is. Yeah. I'm afraid we went too far because now we're frozen for some reason. Frozen. But I don't know. It still says it's going out. So, Larry, yeah. tell me if we're. But, you know, that's exactly it. Because I got COVID and the Lord helped me through. My doctors yeah. still think I'm a miracle. Yeah. How in the world did I get through it so easily? Well, well it we, wasn't easy. But Well, we got another, someone else um, that was in our church got it. And, uh, I mean, there was, they had some pre-existing conditions, just like like you had, and um, and and their man God has been so faithful, watched over them, kept them healthy and strong, and so much so that their family didn't even believe that they actually got it. They think, well, you had a false test, uh, you know, false positive and stuff. So, um, but I, I just see it as the Lord, you know, watching over them. They had uh, they had gotten the, the the COVID shot and all that, and. But uh, even still, man, it, walking through that is difficult. So. It is. But please, just do, don't, don't go with every... There's a whole wind of doctrine blowing around about certain things. She went on about, about Trump. And, and, and then it really got me because you know, they were looking for Trump coming back more than they're looking for Jesus. I said, if you spend all this time that you spend every day... Because I get something from her every day, sometimes two or three times a day. And um, Pastor, forgive me if I was... I wasn't trying to be mean. In, in love, I was trying to say... Listen, with all the time you spent on these things, your faith could be really be putting into telling people about Jesus yeah. in new and creative ways. But you know, it's not just these decisions. There are any decision we face that we don't know the solution to, we don't know the answer to, 
God actually does. Um, I've <laughs> had parents come to me what and a say, thought. you know, hey, my, my kids are walking through this, or maybe they're making choices or life decisions that contradict what I believe or what I think they should do. And, I, and I've simply had to tell them, listen, I don't know how I would respond. I, I, I think I do. But here's the thing is when we trust in the Spirit of God, we trust in the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us, he'll do just that. Yes, he, he will. will speak to us in our moment on what to do, what to say. And so I, I'm a big believer of uh, maybe one size doesn't fit all and that God may uh, want to speak something a little different to each person. Yeah. Um, you know, so... Uh, but yeah. Anyway. So let you know we're not anti-mask, not anti-vax. We are pro-Jesus. So let's you yeah. know just. And let you got him. your Kevin mask, so. I do. If, if I was anti-mask, you wouldn't have an AM Kevin Club mask, would you? I'm just going to wear it the whole show, just so no. <laughs> Pastor, I'm so glad when you come yeah. on here and give us a word. I'm giving. You have got a whole 25, 30 minutes. You know. I can't wait with a shorter for, word, but I can extend it. So we'll make it happen. You can. Well, y- you say that, but. It's never. Um, no, but, but after the 25 minutes, I want you to pray. We need okay, some yeah. prayer yeah. out there. You know, there is this variant that is hitting a lot of folks hard, too, yep. today. And that's real. That's those, There's real people getting really sick. So we need to. And uh, really what. It's a great matter of prayer that our, we, we can all be praying. Yeah, really, our discussion is really a segue to what you want. If you were talking about yeah. faith, this that's is it. the day to have bold faith. Yes. To, you know. To, to, to not be wimpy like Gideon and not be uh, uh, excusing ourselves away from it like Moses was. Yeah. I mean, so many things. Uh, but take yeah. give us a word. Get, build our faith today, Pastor. Absolutely. Let me make sure I'm going to the right. Am I here? You will be there, yes. The when I put, You're right there. When you, no, you're number one right there. You are number, <laughs> number one, one to me. Number yes, one. you're right there. Well, you know, we've been talking about bold faith, and I think it's uh, at our church. And uh, if you'd love to kind of tune in online, you can. Gateway Um, Assembly, by the way, in Ashland City, Tennessee. That's right. I didn't give you a proper introduction because there's many new ones here. There are, yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we came at it in the summer. I talked about end times and how uh, Jesus, when he, you know, we had a lot of people that will ask, you know, hey, pastor, do you think we're in the end times? And so we went through and looked at when the disciples came to Jesus and they asked him what what's going to happen uh, when we return. Just kind of give us a timeline. Just talk us through some of these things. Right. And so Jesus went into explaining to his disciples I- exactly what to expect. And so then when we came out of that series, um, not only do we want to have education about the future, right? When we know what the future holds, then we live differently today. So you and I, should live differently because of what we know is coming right now we don't know if he'll return tomorrow if he'll return in 50 years we know that we are in the beginning of the end but we're not in the end of the end and uh, we know that because there are certain things that have taken place but there are still some things that still need to take place everyone still needs to hear the gospel of jesus christ and that's why we support missions, we go on mission trips, we get out there, we share the gospel, but not just abroad. One of the things that is so important for you and I to do is to share with those around us the hope of Jesus Christ. And so that's something that we're really bad at, in fact. We, we don't do that very well. Right. And, and you know, and so uh, now we're talking about bold faith, and the reason we're talking about bold faith, you know, there was a time where, uh, where you would see Bibles 
You know what I mean? Modern technology has been amazing, wonderful. Yeah. I love it. I have an iPad here with all my notes and all my scriptures and everything. But there was a day that we would walk around with a Bible. You'd see it in someone's truck on their dash. You'd see someone bring it with them to lunch at work. Um, in those days, and I get it, just because you have your Bible doesn't mean you're living it. But hopefully, if you've got it, you're more apt to read it. And so what I've encouraged our church is, hey, listen, all month, I want you to do something. I want you to bring the Bible with you, open it up, underline things, write things. So I want to encourage you right now, if you've got a Bible with you and you're at home, you're at a place, you can just open it up. We're going to, I want to share with you a story Oh, good. Uh, on bold faith. We're going to look in Genesis here and uh, go to the beginning. We're going to go to the beginning, right? Some great stories there in Genesis 14. And my wife's been good about bringing the Bible. I, I have not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm blessed because I have my office right there, so I might, I might forget yeah. too. So, <laughs> but, um, but bold faith. And let know when we say bold faith, this is not boldness in us, because we can try to be bold in our own strength, and we can be like, I'm gonna tell people, I'm gonna do, but bold in Him. So if Amen. we're gonna have bold faith, we have to know in who our faith is in and and that it's grounded in him and our boldness comes from knowing who he is so when you know who god is then you with boldness can proclaim it walk it out it's good and and really you can listen to the voice of the holy spirit as he leads you on what to say and what to do even in things we've just talked about already whether it's things that are happening in our culture right now things that are happening in your family you know, some things are so difficult. There's really, it feels like, God, what is the right answer? And I'm so thankful that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, will speak to you and direct you in what to do. Thank you, Lord. And so you can rely on Him. You can trust Him. The only way we come to trust Him is we've got to learn to know Him. We've got to begin to encounter Him. We've got to walk with Him. And, and, and here's the thing is, He will lead us through every crisis in our lives. Every listen, he has been with us over the last year and a half, two years, as things that have occurred all throughout our world. Listen, he is not stopping being him. So when you learn who he is and you learn even the nature of God, you then begin to operate differently in your life. And so that's kind of some of the premise of really where we're at. And and we want to live this is how I look at it. We're in the the two minute warning, right? Like, I like, like that. if 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 this yeah. is if if life was a game, it was a basketball game or a football game, I should say, and um, you get down to the two minutes. Now, we don't know how long this two minutes is going to take, but we know that we're in the beginning of the end. We should then live differently, and why we should live differently is because He created us for this season of life. That's why I did a thing That's about. It. The end times and That's heaven and all songs. I so he created today. us for this season. So if he created us and he's putting us in the game, if you will, and said, listen, in the fourth quarter, two minutes left, I'm putting you in. But I also need you to live boldly. Proclaim me boldly. Walk out faith boldly. Man, that what an awesome thing that he chose us for this season. I know. I know. You know, we could have been born 100 years ago. Yeah. But we're born right now. We're here living right now. And we get the opportunity to tell time. others. Yeah. So it is absolutely important that we live with bold faith. So we want to shy away from the fear. Because there is, I feel like our culture right now, 
And there's always been fear. Yeah. But it feels like there's a culture of fear. Now. Well, it, it plays into what we were talking about before. I yeah. think that's the how the enemy is working fear. And a lot of those that I believe they're Christians, but they all these conspiracies and lies. And it just brings fear yeah. over, you know, I've got alien DNA inside of me because I took the shot. Oh, come on. Yeah. You know, I mean, it yeah. just it brings fear about everything, especially if that's all you talk about. Yeah. And uh uh, that's how the enemy wants well, to even keep in us living we don't want to live in fear in any way whether it's no. fear of telling someone about Jesus Christ right. or fear of even what we're walking through I always when I sense fear coming over me I have to step back for a moment and say God you have not created fear you have not created but God you have given me the boldness so I want us to focus just for a moment on a on a story here and uh, the thing we're driving at is that we want to understand and know the Lord and when we experience and encounter him, God does great and mighty things through our lives, greater than what we could ever do, right? In our own strength, we have a limit of what we can do. Even though God has given us talents and abilities, there's a limitation. But when we partner with the Spirit Come of God, on, when amen. we partner with him, great and mighty things are then accomplished, right? Yes, sir. More than what we could even understand. And so every single day, reliance on him is absolutely important. You can make it through this life. You can survive this life. But he has called you to live boldly with bold faith and trust in him. And when we do that, man, we see the most amazing things happen. And um, I love what this story. Let me just give you a little bit about this story that we're going to look at. This is we're, look, we're talking about Abraham. And in Genesis 14, verse, we're going to look at verse 19 and 20 just for a moment. Okay. And I've kind of shrunk down this story just so we can kind of we can kind of jump into it. And uh, this is a story of great victory for Abraham. I don't know if you need a story of great victory, but this is a story of great victory. Yes. And I believe, let me just say this. I don't know who's watching or what's going on in your life. I want to just say this to you, that God has great victory in store for you. He has mm -hmm. great victory in store for your life. Mm -hmm. But you, when you rely on him, great victory is in store. So here we have these um, there's two kingdoms going to war in fact there's there's this kind of moment where there's a a, a really a, a coming together or, or a colliding of actually five kingdoms and four kingdoms there's a battle about to go down wow and so in the midst of this this is in the canaanite region in this in this area of what's happening uh abraham if you remember abraham had a nephew named lot do you right. remember him mm -hmm. and uh, he was a lot he was a lot. <laughs> and uh, and in Abraham's nephew, Lot, gets kind of caught up in the turmoil of the day, right? So there's wars and rumors of wars and things happening right, uh, right around Abraham, right where he's at. So in this moment, Abraham's not directly involved. But in this moment, Lot gets caught up. And so Abraham's, one of Abraham's family, part of his family gets taken away as a captive. And so in this moment, if you're Abraham, you think, well, what can I do against four powerful kingdoms that have just uh, gone to battle and now they have conquered? What can I do? I don't know if you've ever been at a place where you say, well, God, what can I do? What can I, I, I'm not anyone. You know, we've looked at for the last two weeks, we looked at, um, at Moses. He was a great story of God. I can't talk well. I stutter. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Um, the predecessor you've got the of Mel wrong, Tillis. Yeah, I mean, you've got the wrong guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> look, look at you, these, these jokes. You know. <laughs> My father-in-law. Yeah. I mean, he could, yeah, he had ex could have made excuses. Yeah. 
But he my was told dad. To don't. Yeah. So Mel Mel well, struggled. Well, he turned it into his his, his routine. Yeah, his he became famous. Yeah, my dad growing up went through a lot and, and and developed a stutter. And when he went to and when he went to college, he actually had to work. Kind of, he got some professional help, and he actually worked yeah. through it. And uh, but before you know. All through high school, all through schooling, you stuttered, which is weird because when I see my dad, my dad doesn't stutter today, so it's kind of yeah. doesn't really make sense. But Moses was there, and he was struggling in that moment, um, and Gideon was the same way. So you know, there are great excuses yeah. that we all have; they've been yeah. used before, like armpits. Everybody has them, and That's they stink. Right. Yeah, and they stink, great, <laughs> or belly buttons. Yeah, <laughs> my belly button doesn't stink. Your belly. <laughs> No. But here in these <laughs> moments, not. we have to draw back from the excuses and press into, God, what do you want to do in my life? And so now Abraham's faced with a difficult situation. Someone he cares about, family, is in a difficult situation. And he needs, he's, what happens is boldness rises up in him. And so he looks to his family he looks to the servants that are uh, that are part of his property and the servants that are right there. There's 318 servants. He gathers them together and he <gasps> says, listen, guys, we are now going to go to war. We're going to go after Lot. We're going to go after our family. And I don't know how we're going to do it. I, I don't know the game plan. You know, this is what I think we can do. But there are less of us than there are of them. We're going to go and we're going to believe that we're going to be able to get Lot back, bring him back. And what happens is supernatural is powerful. It's only a God thing that can occur. Mm -hmm. And what happens is Abraham goes with the 318 servants. And what do they do? They defeat these kingdoms. They take the plunder. They get Lot, and they're on their way back. What a powerful moment. What a great story. In fact, I would encourage you to read through, uh, just read through Genesis here, and you're going to just kind of watch this unfold. But then what happens, and this is what I want us to focus in on, is that as he's coming back, there's a great man of God. Thank goodness for great men of God and great women of God. Mm -hmm. There's a prophet, a great man of God, and his name is Melchizedek, and he's the priest, right? He is the, the prophet, the priest. He's the man of God. And as he's coming back, he runs into the, the priest of God, and Melchizedek says this to him, which is so key. Uh, he says, uh, in verse 19, he says, Blessed be Abram, which is Abraham, by God Most High, blessed be Abraham, by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, the creator God, may the blessings of God, the creator, be on your life. And in verse 20, he says, and blessed be God Most High, who has defeated your enemies for you. Oh, come on. Right? So here, the priest, the man of God says, listen, you did the impossible not in your own strength, not because your 318 uh, servants were great warriors, but something supernatural happened in your midst when you went out with the blessing and favor of the Lord on you. What seemed impossible became uh, something that was very possible, not in your own strength, but through him. And so as Abram took this bold step that I mean, honestly, he didn't know how it was going to turn out, right? He, did, he, didn't, he didn't get the Bible that told him, hey, if you do this, this is what's <laughs> right. going to happen. Yeah, we forget the Bible's written after right. it happens. And, yeah. and so we get all the stories afterwards. <laughs> but there's this boldness that happens in him, 
fear he had to overcome. He had to overcome what could happen. And I want to encourage you. We're not done with the story, by the way. But I want to encourage you when you're face to face with fear, say, God, Lord, I know how I'm feeling. And let me just tell you how I'm feeling. But I determine to trust in you, to let my faith and trust grow in you. I want to walk with boldness in who you are, because when I understand who you are, then I do things differently, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I love watching. I've got young children. I've got two young kiddos. My daughter just went to start school yesterday, and and that's you know been really exciting and scary all at the same time and right i got another uh one and a half year old little guy and then we've got our th- our third our little girls on the way please pray every day for Pastor. pray every day I-, I will receive that right <laughs> but i love when you're around children you see modeled in them one god the father as as the authority right? as the father i see how i want to naturally respond to my children but then i watch how they walk and even in understanding, I, when I watch my children, I, they, I have an understanding of how I respond to the Lord. Because I watch my daughter who operates, sometimes she tries to be mom, right? My, my, yeah. my daughter loves to take on the anointing yeah. and, and mantle of a parent. It sounds cute. But sometimes not. Oh, yeah. She loves telling my <laughs> poor son what to do. I mean, we, we heard him downstairs a, a week kids. or two ago, and she was telling my son, Jeremiah, she was like, Jeremiah, no. Now you go sit over here, and you're in timeout. And I thought, yeah, that's not how that works, okay? You, you don't get to do that. You don't that's get to awesome. do that. And so we came down, and we oh, see them. Listen, goodness. you cannot tell your brother. But what she was doing, of course, my son is, you know, He's sitting down because, but she's operating in what in the authority that she's taking our authority. Yeah. But she has also I've seen in her an understanding of who we are and who I am, and she has boldness to tell her brother what to do. Right. Right. Because good. of and when you understand this, that God has a mantle of an, an anointing on your life to walk boldly through the days That's we're good. living in, twenty twenty one. Good. He has anointed you to do that. Now, I love what happens that he says, this man of God, Melchizedek says this, and and is a great, when you study who he is, that's a great even story there. But he says, listen, you haven't done it in your own strength. You have not conquered and done the impossible in your own strength, but you have done it because of God the Most High. God the Most High. So I want us to just for a moment jump into that word and look at that word in Hebrew, uh, God Most High is El Elion. Elion. Yes, Elion. So my See, Bible says, yeah. My, my glasses are so like. I, uh, <laughs> mine, don't even get me started on glasses. But. but when you understand, you go and you understand what God Most High in the Hebrew, right? El Elion, that name means God Most High. And when you understand that, he's talking about God the Creator, God Most High, God who the, is the one that has formed and created everyone. And now he is saying the creator, the one, the one that has done everything, the one that is absolutely all powerful has gone with you and has anointed you and has gone before you and has given you great victory. He's helping Abraham even understand who he's serving. Mm. And there's, there's a blessing from the man of God, but there's also an understanding of who God is in these moments. And here's what I want you to understand here. 
when you understand who God is in your life, oh, who he good. is and how, man, when you grasp it, you begin to walk and talk differently. Some of us shrink back and fear debilitates the very bold faith that we should have. It actually comes right. in and it erodes the faith that we should have. And in those moments of stealing away the faith that we should have in God, because listen, with God, nothing is impossible. There's not one thing that is impossible with him. And so when we understand that God, the creator, God, the most high, God, the one that has formed and created everything, God, your healer, God, your restorer, God, the one that goes before you, comes behind you. When you walk through your day, you're not walking in your own strength, but there is an anointing from God. The man of God says, you only did it because God, the creator went with you. God, the most high went with you. God, the one that is in control of everything went with you. If he would not have gone with you, you couldn't have done it. But because he did, great and mighty thing you conquered the enemy and restored your family and brought protection to your family let me tell you the valley you're walking through and the crisis you're walking through god the healer restorer god the most high god on. the one he Amen. is there with you yes and he is anointing you listen everything that the enemy wants to steal from you in this moment understand let God be your shield. Yes. Let God be the one that protect. Listen, I declare over my children. I learned in a season as I began to learn who God was, I learned that you can begin to declare the word of God. And yes. that simply means like, God, this is who you say you are. God, I'm holding you to it. Like you said, you're the protector and the healer and the provider. And God, I am standing on the word that I'm reading. I'm holding on oh, to man. that. I'm holding on to the promises. And so when I can't in me, I trust in you, right? And, mm, and, and when, we, when we stop trusting in us and learn to trust in him, man, he leads us to places we've never been. Greater victory occurs in our life. Because here's what could have happened. Abraham could have come up with his best strategy, gone in, been defeated, even possibly lost his life. But God went with him. And I love what, let me just give you just a few little points here. When you realize that you belong to God, mm -hmm. and that he is yours and you are his, right? There is nothing that you can't handle. When you understand that you belong to him. Listen, yes. I, when I look at my children, they belong to me, right? My daughter told me the other day, she said, Daddy, you are the biggest, strongest person I know. Aww. And I said, Amen. Let's Amen. keep that perspective, That's right. right? That's right. And, uh, and I was like, but I thought, when we tell the Lord, God, you are the biggest, strongest person in the universe. Nothing is impossible That's with good. you. Nothing. There's nothing you can't do. We have an understanding of who he is. And that's exactly what the Lord wants us to understand. He says, I want you to understand who I am and, and how I operate. And listen, we are, we're above it all when we're in relationship to God. Yes. This is the most high. And I don't know if you've ever gone up high and been, been, and been able to see for some distance. It gives you a totally different vantage point. And you have a greater understanding of, of just even what is really around you. When you're kind of walking, I don't know if you've ever kind of climbed to the top of a, like a hill or a mountain. When you're, when you're in the valley, you can see limitedly. But when you get to the mountaintop, I remember a few months ago, I had, we went to South Carolina and we were doing a wedding. And there was, uh, we did this wedding and it overlooks like South Carolina and like, a few, I think 
I don't know. It, it's huge, massive area. I think it's maybe North Carolina, South Carolina is, yeah. is coming together. You can just see forever. Oh, and it's beautiful. amazing. But when you understand that when we kind of have that vantage point, we see differently, we operate differently. Amen. It's even the word of God even talks about praying from a different vantage point. When we pray from a high place, we, we see differently okay. and we look differently. Well, we serve the God Beautiful. most high who sees differently than we do. And so when we're, when we're in relationship, when we're above it all, we're in relationship with him. Let me give you this last one. We can understand life from our relationship with God, right? We can understand what is happening in life based upon the relationship we have. So here's what I want you to understand. Right now, what's going on in your life, you can understand, God, why am I going through this? Okay. But God, my relationship with you helps me understand life. And what that means is, this is what's happening outside my front door, maybe in my house. But you, Father, you know the plan you have for me. So God, what do you want me to do? Lord, you go before me, you come behind me. Father, you have anointed me for this season of life. God, I'm walking in bold faith. When you understand and you're in touch with the relationship with him, you walk differently, right? Your relationship, you understand life.